With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Welcome to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. Welcome to the Female Insight Zone. This is Mary Beth Kosmeski. Today I'm speaking with Mary Pat Knight. She's a transformational strategist, a business coach, and an expert in emotional intelligence. She actually has a way of a system, actually, for creating emotional intelligence that creates healthy teams, inspires leaders, and transforms cultures. So I am really excited to talk today with Mary Pat, who is the founder and CEO of Leaders Inspired. Welcome, Mary Pat. Thank you, Mary Beth. I'm really happy to be here. So tell me a little bit, you've, you have a 30-year career doing marketing and strategic planning and HR and all of these different things. How did this lead you to doing and becoming really what's called a transformational strategist? And maybe you should explain to our audience, what is a transformational strategist? Well, that's a really great question. And it's kind of a mouthful. In a very simple way, I'm in the business of helping you to create a strategy to transform your leadership. So based upon emotional intelligence skills and principles and leadership skills and principles, which are practiced over time, I help you to create a high level of authentic and personal leadership. I really believe that when you focus on yourself and that really deep well of leadership, which requires a personal transformation, then and only then can you have major impact on your team and even on the world. So what's missing in organizations today? that they really are not creating. And I know that in some cases, it's very true that they're not necessarily creating transformational leaders. Why do you think that's a hole, if you will? Well, I actually think that the compartmentalization between developing personal leadership and what goes on in the workplace, it's an artificial hole that's there. And so early on, when I started doing this work, I felt a deep commitment to the corporate space because I felt that transformation in the workplace might be the only place that actually happens. Because if you think about how much time you spend at work and then how much discretionary time you might offer to a seminar or even working with a coach, but that amount of time that you are in the workforce, what if a portion of that time was devoted to your personal development, to understanding leadership, to becoming more and more emotionally intelligent? Can you imagine, you know, not only the impact does it have in the corporate environment, But all of that then flows out into families and communities and in the world. And even if you think about the space that we're in right now, in terms of the transitions that are going on in, especially in the United States, but also in the rest of the world, there's no greater effort that could be spent than to develop your personal leadership. But I think when we get inside a corporation, when we're focused on the goals and achieving the numbers and the regular management skills that need to be developed, which I think are important as well, we tend to skip over the really hard work of developing deep personal leadership because it's not easy work. It does require a commitment. And oftentimes it requires a visionary leader that says, this is important here. Let's get it done. 
Yeah. And do you think that there would be more visionary leaders, if you will, if they understood what the bottom line impact would be of focusing more on the personal development of leadership? You know, I think you're right. And I think it's kind of incumbent upon us who do this work to say, let's follow the bottom line results. And so the financial results drive corporations. They just do. So we're in business to make money. Corporations are in business to serve their customers. But at the end of the day, if they don't make money, they're not there to serve their customers. So how do we show the impact? So if you go back and take a look at even just very basic retention and turnover issues, if you take a look at the numbers around retention and turnover, if you are able to exit a poor culture fit more swiftly from your organization, you're going to have a financial impact. If you are able to acquire and retain somebody who's committed to personal leadership and becomes a good culture fit for you, they influence the rest of your team to perform at a high level. And then they're going to role model this type of authentic leadership and offer clear feedback and listen at such a high level that you create a higher higher level of engagement. That all has a financial impact. And I think if we were to start to follow the money trail as we begin to talk to the leaders who are likely to be committed to personal development but want to have it make sense to their business, then those of us who are providing these services could actually lead them to a very logical conclusion that not only are they going to get a real deep emotional intelligent hit, but they're also going to have a financial benefit as well. Share with us a success story that you've had with a company where you've come in and you've been allowed to share your system and and really create some change. What have the results been? Oh boy, which one do you want me to start with? (laughs) (laughs) Whichever one. (laughs) Let's take a look at one of my favorite groups that I'm working with right now are Girl Scouts of Greater Chicago and Northwest Indiana. And so the Girl Scouts in this region merged seven councils into one. And so when I went to work with them, because of that, they were very overstaffed and the cultures were not connecting. So we took people through my signature system. I'm actually on class number four. So I've taken 80 people plus, plus a lot of individual and organizational coaching, 80 people plus through the six-month series. So this is a big commitment they've made through this leadership mastery program, which really hones your emotional intelligence and your leadership skills personally, and then it goes out into the team. And so what we've been able to do is there were a lot of folks that did not want to do this merger and were very, very resistant. And many of them are gone now. So we've taken the culture misfits out of the organization. And then the entire organization was completely realigned. And this year, I think I could brag, is when I first started working with them, the CEO walked into an organization that was 1.8 in the red and now is about 1.6 positive. Wow. And I think my work with this group and their commitment to this kind of leadership, that's a huge financial impact for this organization. And that serves the girl. The girl serves the world. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So if you think about the work that you've done with them, so that's a sort of a nonprofit organization. And a lot of times they look at things. I mean, sometimes they don't, but I feel like nonprofits look at things more holistically sometimes Mm -hmm. and in a different way than a corporation would because the nonprofit, although they have to pay attention to the bottom line, they're not necessarily paying shareholders and, you know, dividends and things like that. So what about a corporation having some of the same results like you were mentioning with the Girl Scouts? Okay, I'm going to think about a smaller corporation. I I also work with a much larger corporation that I've taken quite a few people through, and and we've seen quite a bit of flux, but I don't want to talk about that one. Let's talk about the one that I like the most, 
you have a primarily female audience with some wonderful men listening to this. So yay, men. This organization was all men, all men. And so you would think, oh, they don't want to do that frou-frou EQ stuff. Well, they did. So this was a heating and air conditioning company in the Chicago area, a very large heating and air conditioning company. And I took three groups of 25, so 75 of their people through this team interaction. It's a team immersion and a team transformation. So the beautiful thing about this is midway through, like I was into the third group and I was invited to also support their strategic planning. And I went into these hardy men who, you know, they're in the field and they're fixing furnaces and they're installing large scale heating and air conditioning units in big corporate buildings. And they were talking about creating a heart-based culture. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And they were talking about the impact on their sales effort when they stopped and truly listened to what their clients needed rather than going in to dictate what they thought should be done. And this was all a result of the work that they had done, that deep dive into their own way of showing up and listening and creating great agreements and offering authentic feedback and seeing things in a relational way from another person's point of view. They were able to sell and service from a place that involved their heart. And Mm -hmm. so now they're installing heating and air conditioning units in big corporate buildings, but they're heart-centered. And I couldn't have been more proud in that strategic moment. Yeah, that's a great story. And thinking back on the Girl Scouts, I was trying to remember, I interviewed Nancy Wright from the Girl Scouts in the Chicago and Northwestern Indiana area. And I believe she's the CEO. Is that right? She's my client. Yeah, she is wonderful. And we did a great podcast maybe a year ago with Nancy. So yeah, she's wonderful. She's fantastic. And what she has done, first of all, it's so mission-based. And especially if you think relevant to what is happening in our world right now, the big focus for this organization moving into this next year is find your voice. And then next year is going to be use your voice. And then the third year is going to be sustain your voice. And what they're focusing on is women at the point of choice when I want to go peer pressure or I want to go authentic to myself, really, really, really knowing what my voice is and not being afraid of it. And I just love the fact that Nancy and her organization is so committed to this because, you know, this is the work we all do is how do you get authentic and really, really use your voice to be the greater good in the world? And she's starting it now with, you know, five-year-olds and six-year-olds and 12-year-olds, you know, so I live and die for what they do. It's just really, really important. I totally agree. So in your life, what have you done to sort of measure yourself and your own emotional intelligence? And, you know, sometimes when we're the teachers, we also have to look at ourselves. And so what have you done in that respect? Because I always love to find out what the experts in these certain areas are doing for themselves in the same areas. Well, there's a couple things I think are really important. This is 20 some years in the making. I've made a commitment to constantly be involved in some level of personal development, be that therapy, be that in a spiritual group, be that in a heartfelt professional group or hiring a coach or being part of a coaching organization. So my game-changing career moment happened, you know, I was early in my marketing career. I started in sales and marketing, and then I moved into the world of human development. But in my sales and marketing career, I had this incredible group of women who worked for me. Oh, they were smart and they were creative and they were funny and they were sassy. Just really, really great women just committing to make a huge change in the world that they were operating in. And we were in a fairly male-dominated industry at the time. 
So I would watch these women who would sass with me in my office and, you know, kick around these great ideas, be asked to present something in the boardroom. You know, and then the audience was, you know, 75% male. Hmm. And I would watch them go in and shwoop, these masks would go up on their faces. And I would look and say, where the heck did my gal go here? Where did she go? <laughs> All I see is the mask. And it was so frustrating to me because I didn't do that. And I don't know why I didn't do that. I just am very grateful that I didn't do that. Or maybe if I did do that, I wasn't aware of it. And they were my teachers. So I committed to not doing it. I looked at them and I said, no, 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 because that kind of protection keeps you small. It keeps you questioning your career. It keeps you asking the higher ups for authority to expand your creativity and your intelligence. I said, no, 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 this is not going to fly. And that's when I made my move from sales and marketing to human resource training, development, the development of authentic leadership. And so I have a high commitment to teaching that kind of authentic leadership because I never want to see the pain of that mask ever again on another person's face that's working with me or standing side by side with me or really anywhere because it does nobody any good. So it led me to an understanding that we lose when we protect ourselves. And so I had to look in the mirror and say, okay, by that time, I had a great acting career, which taught me all about observation and curiosity. I had been in therapy for a while because back then that's what you did. You went to therapy. I had some insight into Al-Anon. So I had some insight into the 12 steps. So I had some sprinklings along the way of things that would work for me. And I said, no, you're going to make a commitment to this. So from that time forward, there's really never been a long span of time that I haven't had some level of personal development, be it a group that would be heart-centered, a group that I would be connected with, or a spiritual community, or a therapist, or a series of you know seminars that would build upon EQ, or a book that I was reading. Or I've also surrounded myself with fabulous mentors and co-mentors and friends who will not let me sit in my victim crap. They just won't let me sit in that victim story. They hold me as powerful enough to find a creative solution out of it. So I have great mirrors around me as well. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. And I think that I always like to ask people who are experts in certain areas how they keep up with the certain areas. I know myself, I speak a lot on what's working with marketing strategies, especially in the mm-hmm. financial industry. But if I wasn't actually doing the strategies, if I wasn't actually making sure that they were working with our clients from the consulting side, I really would have no right to talk about it because how would I right. really know? I would just, well, you know, happenstance, I found out that this worked or that worked. No, we're actually doing it. And so So I always like to hear about things like that from coaches and consultants. So how can people reach you? Well, a couple things, because I have some really exciting things that are happening in 2018. So I would love to stay connected with people who are like-minded and want to grow in this area. So you can find me on my website, leadersinspired.com. I write a regular blog, so I've got some really cool articles there. You can reach me at my name, mpknight, M-P-K-N-I-G-H-T, at leadersinspired.com. But I also, if anyone wants to, I have a cool little quiz. It's a little quiz out there. It's an EQ quiz. And I would invite you to take it. And I'm willing to share the link with you if you'd like. Yeah, absolutely. I shortened it to make it easy. It's a bit.ly linked. So B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash EQ quiz 2018. Awesome. Well, I'm going to take it myself. (laughs) 10 quick questions and you'll see where you stand. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay. So thank you very much for joining us and really for giving some great insights and a little about yourself and your own situation and, and your company. So I really appreciate you taking the time to be a part of the Female Insight Zone today. 
I'm really delighted to be here. I think the work that you're doing is really important and I'm really happy to contribute and continue to listen to you so I can learn. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.